Hey guys, welcome back to my podcast, Inner Monologue with me, Olivia Neal. Hope you're all doing well. Today, we're going to be speaking about how I find balance in life. How I struggle to find balance in life, actually. I'm also going to be telling you about my unexpected guest I had. And I'm going to be telling you about how I saw Justin Bieber at a party last night. Hear that? It's the sound of someone whacking the ground with a rake. Specifically, they're beating around the bush, which we've done enough of in this ad too, so let's get right to it. The new moneymaker scratch-off from the Ohio Lottery doesn't beat around the bush. Money maker. Play the game and you could win money, up to $2 million. With more than $88 million in prizes, ranging from $50 to $500, Moneymaker cuts right to the cash. Lottery players are subject to Ohio laws and commission regulations. Play responsibly. Okay, so today I kind of want to like speak about burning out. This whole podcast is kind of going to be about like burning out, finding balance because my like I'm trying to tell you like my updates for the past week, but my life has just been a mess. And okay, let me start from the start. I was really productive after my boob job. I think because I spent a week in bed, I was just like planning things meticulously for whenever I was going to be able to like get out of bed and do things. And I was really, really excited to be productive. I was writing lists. I was making plans. I was making Pinterest boards. I think I spoke about this in last week's podcast. I was just feeling super, super productive. I started vlogging again recently. Um, I was making videos. I was just having a great time, to be honest. Like I was doing really, really well. And even before my boot job as well, I was just like in a really, really good place. And I was like finally like really loving being alone. I was like not really drinking that much because of my boob job. Like, well, okay, I was still drinking like once a week. I I put, like spoken about before how I kind of have really, not, not bad hangovers. Like recently I've actually had like not really bad hangovers at all, which is kind of worrying because I actually think it can be a good thing to have bad hangovers because it tears you from drinking. Because like if you don't get a hangover, it's like, why not go out every night? Don't go out every night. But yeah, I, I kind of struggle more like just in like the next like almost like five days I feel so unproductive after I drink I just like get into like I just I don't know I'm just like I don't it's so weird because I'm like I'm not sad and I'm not down and I don't feel sick it's not that kind of hangover it's just like I all of a sudden like like one day throws me off whack and then for the rest of the week I'm like "Mm," like "Mm, well that day was fucked up so like no I'm gonna be so unproductive anyway I was doing really, really well, was posting lots of videos and stuff. And then I filmed a video last week where I like threw a dinner party and yeah, I planned this big dinner party. I got a chef in. Basically, I was going to throw a dinner party and invite like eight people and make a whole YouTube video about it. I was like doing like bits to my house as well, like a bit of interior in the video um, planning out what I was going to make everyone. And it like came to the actual, it came to the day before the dinner party and I was like, fuck, like, I just made my dinner and like my dinner was disgusting. I didn't really have anything in the house and I've been trying to stop delivering so much. So I was just trying to like make what my mum had left me in the fridge. And my mum had made me some carrot and coriander soup. And she'd let, it's my favourite soup, by the way. It's so fucking good. Anyway, she'd left me some co- carrot and coriander soup and like a Tupperware in the fridge. And I was like looking around. Like I didn't even have any fucking bread to, to like dip in the soup. I was like looking around like how can I bulk this up a little bit? Like I don't want fucking soup for my dinner. And I found like a bag of like kind of out of date spinach. And I was like, fuck it. I just poured the spin- bag of spinach into the, the pot of soup and like put it in a bowl and it literally looked like sick. It was disgusting. And I, oh, I, like I was sat there eating my like soupy spinach and I was like, I cannot cook for these people tomorrow. I can't believe I've just invited eight people to my house to cook for them. And look what I'm fucking eating right now. Like I am eating a bowl of sick. Also before when I've had dinner parties, I kind of threw them with my ex but obviously I don't have my ex anymore to help like he he was quite a good cook right 
I hate him, but he was like, I'll give him that. He was quite good at cooking. Uh, so <laughs> when we would have dinner parties, like I would do the hosting bit, you know, I would invite everyone like it would be thrown okay maybe I didn't do that much if he thrown at my flat like I would set the table I would plan everything I love planning things and I love like doing little things I just don't like cooking that much I like I don't like cooking I'm gonna be honest with you I don't like cooking for eight people and also no one that ever comes to my dinner parties is vegan like I actually don't have a single vegan friend which is kind of depressing well my sister's vegan so that's good because then we can go for nice vegan meals together but she doesn't even live in London like I actually like all my friends eat meat and like when they come to my house for dinner party they're like uh, I'll come if it's not vegan people just really need to get a grip to be honest vegan food is, can be really nice anyway <laughs> I'm not like gonna sit there and cook meat for eight people coming to my house like, I just had a big panic I was like I can't do this on my own like my ex used to be able to do it but he's not around anymore well actually haven't updated that so um I was like I need help so I went and looked up on Instagram chef I, that has been like one of my goals in life <laughs> it's not that not that much of a crazy goal but I always like I've seen people have dinner parties and have a chef at their house I was like that is so fun it just feels like such a grown-up thing to do and just like it just makes like a dinner party way more fun for the host so they don't have to cook especially because I just don't know how to cook so it's always been like a thing in my, the back of my brain. Like, I'd love to do that someday. I'd love to host a dinner party and have a chef. So I looked up on, on Instagram, chef, just the word chef. And this person came up and his top three pinned posts on Instagram were like him with chunks and him with Nico and just all the beta squad. But beta, is it beta squad or better squad? I don't know. And I was like, right, you know what? If chunks can eat this food and young Philly can eat this food, then I'm sure this is a fucking brilliant chef. Like I'm, I'm going to recruit him. So I texted him and I was like, bit of a bit of an odd one but are you by any chance free tomorrow night to cook for eight people and he was like yeah but like it's gonna be a really like minimal menu like you're not gonna have any choices because it's such short notice like I'll, I'll be able to do it but it's just very short notice and I was like right okay sends it over not a single vegan option on the menu by the way because he was I, I was like oh um there's one vegan like can you cater for them and he was like I would be able to usually but because you've given me like less than 24 okay no, it wasn't it was, a, it was like a day and a half he was like because you've given me such short notice I won't be able to, to like um cater for the vegan but I can obviously do everyone else and I was like oh, like do I actually do this like do I pay to have a chef at my house for eight people and like provide this like delectable meal and I just have to sit there and eat fucking air yeah I'm going to do it like I love I love it like I actually well I mean you'll, you'll see the YouTube video when it comes out but I just love hosting it fills me with joy like it's honestly my favorite thing to do like I would far rather host people at my house for a dinner party and some board games after and drinks than go out on a night out in London I hate going out in London but I love having dinner parties. Anyway, so I was like, I had the chef. I, I had the chef over. I had a dinner party. It was fantastic. Like, made a YouTube video about it. We all played games after. But then the next day, I woke up with a hangover. Because I did drink quite a lot. I was in shots of 818. 818 tequila, if you haven't tried it, right? It's Kendall Jenner's tequila. It's a bit controversial. 818. It's so nice. Like, it's so easy to do shots with. Because um, it's really, really sweet. Like, I literally, like, I usually when I do tequila shots, like, I need, like, a slice of lime, like, immediately after because it's, like, repulsive. No matter how much, like, I love, I love tequila and it's, like, my drink of choice. But having a shot of tequila is, like, it's, it's, it burns you. It burns your throat. It's not nice. But the 818 tequila, I can just, I can, I can see it off as I, like, as I please. But it's because apparently it's, like, all sugar. Like, it's not actually, like, good tequila. Like, it is all sugar. um, And it's really, really sweet. Like, you can taste it. It's, it tastes like honey, I guess, agave. Anyway, the next day, my hangover was atrocious. I think because they say, you know, like, you obviously get um hangovers because when you drink alcohol, you get really dehydrated. 
but also if you mix your alcohol with like really sugary drinks it makes the hangover 10 times worse because you have like a sugar withdrawal the next morning or like something like that so I guess the high sugar content in the 818 tequila really fucked me up because that hangover was terrible and then all my productivity went in the fucking bin like I was just like I was literally a lot what's it I don't know I was just a, a waste of space for the next week I think I had my dinner party on the Thursday and it took up until I'd say Sunday until I started feeling like a real human being again. Then it's Monday, like, okay, start my week fresh. I'm going to be productive this week. It's going to be great. Had a few meetings on Monday morning. I'm waiting for a courier to come because they were bringing some PR from my agency, which I love, love getting PR. It's so exciting. Get a ring on the doorbell. I'm like, oh, great. Like PR is here. Hop, hop a skip in my fucking like I was wearing like boxer shorts and a vest like to my front door open the door my ex and he was like why'd you block me and I was like ah! guys I have never experienced anything like that in my entire fucking life like I'm not a shaky person okay I can I have drank a copious amount of caffeine today I'm, I'm not shaking at all I pride myself in I've got pretty steady hands I open the door and my heart fucking sinks. And, I, and he's like, why did, you, why did you block me? Why did you block me? Let me tell you why I blocked him. I had unblocked his number, moment of weakness, a while ago. And it, I mean, we were like kind of on okay terms, you know, like he had a new girlfriend. Like I was like really happy like with being alone and not with him. Like it's, I wasn't really like, I didn't, I didn't care. I didn't have any energy towards that situation anymore. So I was like, I'll leave him unblocked for now. Like it's whatever. I like, I, I didn't actually really have beef with him anymore. I was like you're a bit shit and he kept ringing me and stuff and I was like listen I'm removing myself from this situation no I mean I think I spoke about this like there was a big situation and I was like I could fucking blow up here but I'm just gonna remove myself from the situation I was like you've got a girlfriend I'm removing myself here you go do you um we can speak in the future and then I had a moment of weakness the night I had the dinner party got really 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 drunk um and I rang him which is so unlike me. I mean, is it? I think I probably just rang him to like, sh- like, like have a fight with him. Happens sometimes when you're drunk. Anyway, he didn't answer. Thank fucking God. Also, it's just fucking grim for me. Like, I was really, really ashamed the next morning. I woke up and I saw that I rang him. And I, you know, obviously the high anxiety was probably kicking in. It was like, I rang him at like 4 a.m. And um, I just felt so ashamed. Like, I was just really angry at myself. Even though he didn't answer, so thank God he didn't answer. But I was like, right, you know what? I need to block his number. This is like, before, like, it was like, I'll just leave him unblocked because, like, there was no beef. But now it's like, it was too easily accessible for paralytic me to ring him. And I, like, blocked his number and I, like, told all my friends. I was like, I'm really, really upset with myself. Like, I've done something really bad. And they were like, Olivia, it's not that bad. Like, you blocked it. Like, you're blocked him. Just move on from it. So I tried to move on from it. Yeah. Anyway, I had moved on from it until he showed up at my door and was like, why'd you block me? And I was like, um uh i drank co- drunk called you and he's like uh what the fuck like why'd you block me now i'm gonna be sick <laughs> and like honestly like i was like i think you should leave like i'm gonna be sick and i wasn't like upset like i wasn't upset seeing him like i have no like emotion towards it anymore i mean obviously i have emotion like he was my fucking boyfriend for a year but like i wasn't like i, I wasn't sad or anything or like, angry like when he shut up my house but there were tears just streaming down my face i've never been in that much shock in my life and I was like, why? Like, also, I was like, why the fuck are you here? And he was like, I broke up with her. For, like, I'm here now. I broke up with her. And I was like, no, no. And it's just been like ever since. Like, obviously, like, not. it's not happening again. Like, I'm telling you guys it's not happening. And I'm like, I'm publicly announcing it's not happening. So you guys can hold me to it. But like, it was the most, emo- like, it. well, that was Monday. What day is it now? Thursday. Been the most emotionally draining, like, few days of my life. 
bit dramatic. There's definitely been a few more emotionally draining things going on in my life. But so then since then, like, again, like that was a bit of a, a hiccup in my day. And it's just thrown me off. I actually have been the least productive person in the fucking world the past four days because it's just been like... I don't know. Like, I think I burn myself out. I don't even burn myself out. I let something like so small happen to me, like a hangover or my ex showing up in my house. And I just let it throw me off, throw off my productivity. Like, I don't want to see anyone. I've fallen back into a habit of like, well, I haven't like, I, I can't like edit my YouTube videos for some reason. Like, that's something that happens to me all the time. Like whenever I feel like slightly overwhelmed or like down or anything, I'm like, oh, I can't look at myself. Like I'm not going to um, edit my YouTube video. I have stopped answering the calls from my mom and dad. Like, what? Like, why am I doing that? Like, I haven't spoken to my family in, like, two weeks. Like, no, okay, like, maybe a week. No, because I'm just so, like, I just feel so emotionally burnt out. Like, I I feel like I can't socialise. Like, I just want to, like, lock myself in my bed and hibernate because some, like, kind of, like, like, really minor things have been happening to me. Um, So I'm just trying to get back into the mindset of, like, you know what? I was, like, I'm trying to remind myself of how well I was doing like 10 days ago when I was like really productive like I am really really happy on my, on my own I need to remind myself of that like I don't need a boyfriend I don't need to get back with any exes like I'm way better on my own like I'm way more productive like honestly like whenever like I see boys I put all my energy into them I think like I really I feel like they're always on my mind and I don't like that. Like when I get a boyfriend, it becomes like my life. Like I'm very codependent. And when that happens, I kind of neglect other things in my life. Like, you know, fucking doing my job, like making YouTube videos. I mean, obviously I've always got the podcast. Like, I will never not do that. But like doing YouTube videos, I don't do. Like I stop going to the gym. I stop ringing my mum and dad and telling them what's going on because I'm embarrassed because what's been going on is like not like I'm hungover. Like I don't want to tell you I'm hungover. Do you know what I mean? Like, I don't know. Um... I find myself falling into those old patterns of putting all my energy in one thing and not being productive. And like, it just made me realize like I really can't find balance whenever there's like a man in my life, like causing me fucking emotional distress. Um, so yeah, I'm reminding myself of how good I am on my own and how much more productive I am on my own. And yeah, that's where we are now. That's what's been going on. So yeah, it kind of like, I, I, I have had a moment of self-reflection about how I struggle to find balance in life with honestly really anything I'm a very like full-on person like sometimes oh, like I get obsessed with things maybe I've got a bit of a like of an obsessive personality like going to the gym I was obsessed with it and then like, I can also be quite damaging when it comes to like I burn myself out a lot in like a lot of elements for example like healthy eating I'll like go really really healthy and I'll go to the gym and I'll eat so healthy but like also like a bit too healthy and I'll be really strict on myself for like five days and I'll burn myself out because like that like it, it, it just like too much like it's too obsessed and then for the next five days I'll like binge not okay I don't binge drink that's so stupid but like I'll go like one night and binge drink and then for the rest of the like next week I'm like ordering like five takeaways a day and like I finish like a takeaway and I'm like oh that wasn't enough and I have to order more delivery like I get really like I have really weird like obsessive things and it's it is hard because it's like I do think a lot of it like well boys I'm like I'm, I'm very self-aware now with boys like I know what I'm like with boys and I'm not looking for anything and I'm very much like I've told my ex like get out of my life like we are not like I don't care if you fucking broke up with your girlfriend we are not a thing anymore like I don't want to see you and I've been good at that like I've told him that and I'm not I'm not talking to any boys because I'm just I don't know I just think like 
obviously, yes, I don't know. I put all my energy into them. So I can't find balance when it comes to boys. And I want to get to a point in my life where I'm able to find balance in other elements. And then I'll know that I can find balance when it comes to a relationship. And at that point, maybe I'll find a boo. But until then, nothing. No man can come near me. But then, yeah, with like alcohol, like I always talk about this, how I really want to like reduce my consumption of alcohol um, because I do find it really affects me in in life and productivity um but then it's also like so torn because I well I'm so torn because like summer's about to come up like I have so many things that like I know everyone else around me is going to be drinking and I do have fun when I drink like I love going out with my friends like I have a really great time and like I'm going like to a festival in Barcelona like how the fuck am I not gonna have an Aperol spritz at that festival in Barcelona and like let my hair down and dance and like I have like not like not I don't have social anxiety like that's so like I actually am quite a confident person I would say I would say like to do what I do you have to be quite confident and to be fair I was really proud of myself like last night I went to an event I didn't want to go to the event whatsoever oh my god wait let me tell you about this event I didn't want to go because as I was saying been in a very emotionally draining couple of days um with my ex showing up my fucking doorstep I really wanted to just lock myself away in my bedroom and not see anyone and become a hermit crab because that's what I do when anything becomes slightly overwhelming but I like forced myself to get up and go to it I went with my friend and it was basically like this event for Hailey Bieber's skincare brand I'm actually glad I went because I actually I I don't know if I've ever done that before like I went to an event and I stayed until almost 1am and I had one drink but I had one drink one drink like I wasn't drunk like yeah I wasn't drunk I had one drink and I sat in a corner and I chatted to people that I don't usually chat to that's another thing with friends it's like I I struggle to find balance because I'm like I, sh- I struggle not struggle to make new friends because I actually do like when I'm at events like I would say or like any any kind of like walk of life I would say I'm quite good at making friends with people but I get like I get like obsessed with a group of girls does that is that really weird to say like you know like when you find like a nice little group of girls well like for me like I have like different friends for different things I've got like different friend groups and I think something that I do that's actually really bad and I would like to work on it because I think f- from other people's perspective, it could seem actually kind of like rude, like other like other friends I have. But like, I go out with like a group of people and we'll go to like two days in a row, we'll do something. And then I'm like, oh, well, I'm comfortable now with them. I'm, I'm having fun with them. So I'm just going to devote all my time to these this, this group of friends and not neglect all my other friends. Like I obviously don't neglect people, but like I'll not see them as much. And I can't find that balance. I get so stuck in a, like in a way that I can't find balance. Um, and it's even like, I'll make, I'll make a friend on a night out and they'll text me the next day. And be like, do you want to like grab dinner or something? And I'll be like, no, like I'm, I've, I've got my friends. Like, oh, I don't know. It's really fucking weird. I actually am obsessed. Like I get obsessed with things. Like, I'm obsessed with a friend group right now. And because of it, I'm, like, I'm just, like, planning my whole life with them. And, like, that's the thing. Like, when my ex, like, came back to me there. Came back to me. Oh, my God. That's ridiculous. But, like, what are you, like, was, like, showed up. I was, like, very much, like, thinking in my head. Oh, well, like, now we can go on this holiday together, this holiday together. And I was, like, oh, my God, snap out of it, Olivia. You are obsessed with this boy. You can never see him again. Like, it's actually scary. Like, I I, I missed a meeting just cause, so we could have a conversation. Like, a, a work meeting. Not even a work meeting, actually. Okay. It was with my accountant. Um, but like I I didn't go I didn't go to the meeting and I was just like, oh, like it's whatever. Like I need to have this conversation with my ex. No, I fucking do not need to have a conversation with my ex. Why don't like he's just been out of the country for like a month and now he's come back and be like, oh, I broke up with her. Like, can you see me now? And I was like, Yeah, yeah. Come on in, let's have a conversation. Let me cancel my meeting here and give you all my time and energy. 
and let you ruin me. Like, oh, that sounded like, like not, not in that way. I didn't mean it in that way. I meant like mentally. Um, and after like I realized like I was doing that again, falling back into that pattern of like being obsessed with him and like leaving all my work. I mean, it's been two days, okay, guys. I, I, then I told him I said like, I can never see each other again, Mister. Take yourself off. I am very self-aware. That is my one thing. I will give myself a pat on the back for. Like I am, I am toxic to myself and probably like quite toxic in relationships. I burn myself out a lot, but like on the other hand, I'm also very self-aware. So at least I can sit myself down and have these conversations with myself. And I have this, like this morning I took a long, hard look in the mirror and I said, Olivia, you need to grow the fuck up and you need to start like not letting like these tiny little things like affect your life so much. But I did see, um, I want to do this like whole ADHD podcast because I actually looked it up and like there's a, like a clinic near me where you can go get tested for it. And I thought it could be so interesting because honestly, every fucking time it's my most like sent message regarding this podcast is like, Hey girl, like, I think you have ADHD, you display signs of ADHD, like, I have it as well, and I think, like, you have it. I honestly get that, like, I get that exact message, like, five times every time I post a podcast, um, and I think it'd be so interesting to go get tested and, like, and then do a full podcast about, like, if, like, what even, like, what the testing was like, or, like, if I ever get a diagnosis, which I don't think I will, because I kind of don't think I do have ADHD, but there is this one thing that I see a lot about called ADHD burnout, and I'm, like, Maybe I do have that because I do like I do one day of things like is, is it ADHD burnout or am I just fucking lazy? You know, you have to ask yourself that. But yeah, that was my, I do want to do that for a podcast. But then I'm also like, so the place that I want to go to is on Harley Street. And I'm kind of like, I think Harley Street is a bit of a scam. Harley Street is like this street on London, if you don't know it. And it's got all these like private doctors on it. And that's where I first went to get like my cancer diagnosis. And like they were just like it was the world's shittest doctor I've ever been to in my life. Like it it was the worst experience I've ever had. Like they sent me an email being like, Hey, you have cancer. And obviously I was like, Hello, like ringing them, being like, uh, do I actually have cancer? And they're like, sorry, like we can't we can't call right now. Like, like, um, can you call back on Monday? And I was like, What the fuck? You can't just fucking do that. Like I've I've, I've ranted about this before. So yeah, after that, I'm like, kind of think Harley Street is a bit of a scam. So don't know if I want to go there to get my ADHD assessment done. Um, Speaking of the cancer, well, this is the thing, guys. I'm left in the dark here. I think the last update I gave you was I went, got the lump taken, like I got uh, a bit of the lump taken out and came back cancerous. The, The private hospital were so shit. They sent me to the NHS hospital did all that finally got my consultant at the NHS hospital he was like got me in like three days after my brew job I fucking waddled into this hospital they sat me down they're like yeah we're gonna book you in for surgery that's all they said and I was like okay didn't need to come here for that I waddled back out again they never booked me in for surgery and it's been like it's been like two weeks and they ghosted me the NHS have ghosted me again Uh, doctors keep ghosting me I don't know what's going on so now I just got cancer in my fucking arm like I literally like also the the last time I went like this is like I've been doing things on my own recently and I'm I'm gonna like applaud myself for that because like I used to be again very codependent on my ex but I'm, I'm 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 doing things on my own like I got myself out of bed after a boob job which is like really difficult for me um and it, just because I was like in so much pain and um I got to the hospital and I oh it's not that much of a like fucking accomplishment to get to the hospital on your own like I got in a fucking Uber but anyway I got to the hospital I go find my find my little like I did it was a big adult thing to do okay to go to the hospital on my own I sit down and he's like so what do you know about your cancer and I was like I know that it's not malignant and it's benign because that's what like some fucking random other doctor told me before which basically means malignant is like um 
like the bad cancer. I have no idea what I'm speaking about. Anyway, I was like, yeah, and like not not malignant. And he's like, oh well, it is. And I was like, okay. <laughs> like I'm not gonna cry here, but like if I I could I could very well cry that you just like sprung that upon me. Anyway, did all that on my own. Very very proud of myself. Um, just for them to fucking ghost me. And now I just got cancer on my arm. And honestly, like I'm getting really in my head about it because my my full arm is getting sore now. And I'm like, I, I, like, obviously it's not. And it's a very, very slow growing tumor. What I've got going on in my arm. So like, I know that it's not, but in my head, obviously not. Like, the time is ticking. And in my head, I'm just imagining it. So the, the, the little tumor I have has like tentacles that grow out of it and like spread around your body. And like in my head, obviously like, as each day goes past, the tentacles are growing more and more. And it's kind of making me a little bit anxious. And I would love to get it taken out of me. Um, but I can't because I've been ghosted. So any advice there on how to get cancer out your arm? Maybe I just fucking do it on my own at this point. Like, it would be way more effective if I just got a fucking, like, scalpel and just yanked it out in my arm. But anyway, it's a whole thing. I'm just riddled with cancer right now. <laughs> But anyway, yes, finding balance is definitely something I'm, I'm working on right now. Mo- mostly with alcohol, kind of, because I just feel so stressed. Oh, I don't know like if, if anyone else feels like this, but like I really like I don't like the effects alcohol has on my body. Like it makes me all puffy the next day. Like I just like don't I don't like being hungover. And in an ideal world, I wouldn't drink. And I did go sober for a bit. Like, I stopped drinking for a bit, and it was fine because I had my ex. Like you can't fucking rely. I can't rely on someone else just to go sober. Like I need to like do it for myself, and I would love to. But then summer's coming up, and I'm like, how like how am I going to balance all these like upcoming events? Like I obviously need to drink at them. And like last night, I was like, said to my friend, like right, you know what? I'll go to this. Oh my god, wait, I didn't tell you. I went to the Healy Bieber event, and Justin Bieber was just there, like dancing, like a foot away from me. It's crazy. I like felt like I couldn't look at him. I thought if I looked at him, I would turn to stone. So I just kept looking down at the ground. Like I would see him in the corner of my eye, and I'd just be like, "God, sorry." Like, uh, uh, sorry, Justin. <laughs> Don't know why. Anyway, I was like, "Yeah, I'll go." Okay, but I'm not drinking. I said that to my friend. The second I get in, I like I see Justin Bieber. And I'm like, "Oh my god, Edie, I need a drink." And we go straight to the bar, and I get a fucking drink. I was like, "I didn't want to drink tonight." And yes, I only had like one drink, but I was like, why am I doing that? Like, what is this like thing that I just feel like it's it's weird because like that drink didn't affect me. Like I didn't, I wasn't drunk from it. So it's like, why did I feel the need to do that? It's not as if I like needed a bit of like liquid courage. Like I literally stayed with Edie the whole night. Like I, we, she's like my best friend. Like I feel so comfortable around her. I don't need alcohol to feel comfortable around her. So like, I don't know why I felt like I needed that alcohol. And I think it's just, like, habit. Like, it's just such a thing that when you, like, go into an event or, like, when you're walking around anywhere, like, you need a little glass. Like, it's like when you walk into an event or if you've ever been to, like, a wedding or, like, I don't know, like, parties of, of any sort, like, of like like just the fancy ones, they always, like, hand you a glass of Prosecco upon arrival and everyone just stood there around with their little Prosecco. Like, why is that a thing? Like, why, why do we need a drink to, like, socialise? And I know we don't need to. There's a lot of people who are sober. Um, but I just think it's a very normalised thing. And, like, I'm a victim of it because, like, I buy into it. Like, last night, I was, like, straight to the bar. Get a little margarita. Just walk around with it. I didn't I didn't want it. I wish I just got a soft drink. And it's, like, also, like, the regret and the anxiety I get after drinking. It's just, like, not worth it. I think it's also just, like, so solidified in my mind now that in order to have a good time, I need to be drunk. Um, It's been since I was, like, 14. My whole social life since I was 14 has revolved around alcohol. Like, every weekend, it wasn't 
oh guys like let's go do something fun this weekend like let's go camping or let's go um what else is fun let's go swimming let's go on a nice big walk let's do this it was always where are we going on saturday night where are we going on friday night who can have us for praise like getting paralytic like, every single weekend spending the whole weekend drunk like, even when i was like fucking 16 like that was like an everyday thing I mean, maybe that's just like an ireland thing or like where i'm from like every, that's just like the normal thing to do I, we went to like um i went to quite like a big rugby school and every saturday the rugby boys would like have a match on saturday morning uh and then all go out and get parallelic that night like there was always like one of the rugby boys like carried out of the club like it was just like a thing like every like every weekend in every group there was at least someone being carried out of a club like it was just that's all we did was drink growing up kind of sad when you think about it when I was younger I kind of wish I did more wholesome things instead of like just drinking all the time like buying into that drinking culture again don't know if it's like, i think it's like a brit it's a british thing as well it's not just i obviously it's all all anyone does in ireland is drink and that's why there's like such a fucking high rate of alcoholism i wish i just did more like wholesome childish thing not childish but like my inner child i just i, I don't know if i'm making any sense however what i'm trying to say is i did a lot of drinking when i was younger growing up and I wish I did more wholesome things. So now, instead of like going out and getting drunk every weekend and like this summer, I would actually love to do a bit more wholesome things and like activities that don't revolve around alcohol. And I would like to do that with friends as well as on my own, which is why I booked my my little solo trip to Italy. Like I'm not going to drink there. Obviously, I'm going to do that. On my own. I would never drink on my own anyway. That is one thing that I'm like, when you do that, I, I just feel like when people are like, oh, like I had a glass of wine to myself. I'm like... I mean, also, how am I going to sit here and judge? Because I'm like, I go out, yeah, okay, I go out once a week, but, like, the amount of fucking shots I do, like, that is technically binge drinking. So then, like, why am I going to sit here and be like, if you have, like, one glass of wine on your own, like, that's the problem. It's not, I just, like, don't like, I, I do love the whole social culture. I don't love alcohol. I don't like the way it makes me feel the next day. I just do it purely for the social culture of it. It's not for pleasure, really. But I'm also quite a, f- oh, I'm not... I was supposed to say, I'm like, I'm quite a fun-loving girl. Like, I could definitely have fun on a night out. I'm not a very good dancer. I struggle on the dance floor. I don't, I feel like everyone's looking at me the whole time. And like, I've got like no bums or like, I don't know, like, like, oh, it's just thinking about me on a dance floor makes me want to throw up everywhere. Like, and when I look around in the dance floor, all the girls dancing just look like they're doing it with such ease and it just comes naturally to them. And like, I'm like really fucking thinking about it. Like I have to watch, like I mirror people. It's actually embarrassing. Like I like, I watch how my friend's dancing and I'll try like mirror it. And like, if anyone ever catches me doing this, like it's, it's game over for me. But like, I feel like that's why I need to be drunk on nights out. Like, the th- like I already struggled dancing on the dance floor or like at any parties drunk so doing that sober I would be so hyper aware of the way I'm moving and I also just need to stop caring what so many people think about me and like maybe I should just go out in the dance floor and have more fun but I can't it's a whole thing I'm really bad on the dance like if you ever see me on the dance floor just look away I'm not bad like you know I've got the thing is you know the, the fucked up thing is I fucking did dance since I was like five years old five years old till I was 17 where are those skills now? I mean, it was like modern dancing. It was like the Charleston, which I'm not going to whip out at a fucking party. But I feel like that's my main problem with going out um, and not drinking. I think if I was to stop drinking, I'd just have to stop going out. But then I'm like, I'm young. I need to go out now, fun. 
Okay, someone said, for finding balance when it comes to socialising, it's about being surrounded by the right people who know you, so less pressure. So I'm assuming, like, people... I mean, I do as well. Like, you know when you spend too much time with people or, like, you're, you know, just your social battery can run out and you, like, can't find balance with that. I, I, I'm I'm quite good. Like, I actually could be around my friends every day. I struggle finding the balance on what friends I hang out with. And I get so stuck in, a like, a rut of hanging out with the same people. Like, I forget that, like, I should probably spend some time with my other friends instead of just, like, f- like obsessing over this one group. I definitely do get the whole social battery thing and, like, it, it can be a lot trying to find balance with that. Alone time is really important. I am qu- I'm quite lucky because I live on my own. I'm able to, like, go out, spend the whole day with friends and then come back and be in complete silence. I feel like it would be quite difficult. I always think this, like, you know when people live at uni, obviously, and you, like, live with friends? And people sometimes live with, like, fucking eight people in a house. I would honestly, that's what I, I couldn't do. I need my alone time. And that's what helps me when it comes to, like, balancing my social life and, like, my alone time is that I actually live on my own, so I'm forced to be on my own. And I actually used to think I hated my alone time because I obviously used to live with the boys where I was like, well, my ex lived in my house and live with it. Do you know what I mean? Um, But, like, I, I never used to be alone. So, like, when I was alone, I was like, what the fuck is this? But now I absolutely love my alone time so much. I dance and sing around my house. Like, if I live with someone, I couldn't do that. I remember one time my friend asked to stay in my... my he was, like, looking for, like, a flat to live in London. And he st- asked to stay in my spare room. And honestly, I, I thought at the time, like... Well, not at the time. I was like, I thought I would jump at that. Because I'd just, like... I'd just broken up with my ex, like, a couple of weeks before. So it was, like, alone for the first time ever in my flat. Like, properly alone. And he asked to move in just my, my spare room just for, like, a month or two. And I thought I would jump at it. But I was, like, honestly, like... Oh, my God, this is the best thing ever. Like, I'm loving my alone time. I, I don't think I could... I could do living with someone again. I think a good way to find balance when it comes to socializing is as well, just knowing when to say no. It's like, I, I struggle with it a lot. And I struggle with FOMO. Like I'm sure every, every every normal person struggles with FOMO as well. But it's like, I saw someone say earlier, I only go out when I want to go out, not when I feel like I need to go out. Like that's my thing. Like, if my friends are going out, I'm going with them. I'm not going to say no. I'm really bad at being like, you know what, actually like I've spent, a lot like I've, I've had a long day or you know I've been out like already twice this week I, I, I should really just have a night in on my own and I, I like for myself I'm, I'm really bad at doing that I always say oh fuck it I'm young fuck it I'll go out um, and that's definitely something I'm gonna work on in finding balance in my social life is just like if I don't want to go out I don't have to go out I don't, I can't, I don't have to go to a party just because all my friends are going like realistically anytime I do end up going to a party that I don't really want to go to and I'm just going because all my friends are going I come away from that night and be like I could, I could have not gone and I wouldn't have missed anything but it's easier said than done someone else also just said um I struggled with balancing social life at uni but found peace in saying no with Jomo so I'm assuming Jomo is joy of missing out I kind of love that that might be my new thing and then she said I knew I was still invited that's actually a really fucking good point Okay, if my friends were going to a party and they didn't say to me, they didn't invite me, then I would have massive fucking FOMO. But if they've, like, invited me and, like, maybe even, like, begged me to come and I've said no, then it's, like, I think I would feel kind of good about that. I would think I would feel at peace with that. I'm going to start saying that, Jomo, joy of missing out. Like, sometimes it's nice to miss out on things. You know, you get a debrief the next day. You feel fresh as a daisy. I like that. I love that saying. Oh, my God. That's rocked my world. Someone else said, self-discipline with goal settings. True friends get when you need to stay in and listen to your body. Okay, love that. 
true friends should understand but we've gone through that the whole jomo thing um listening to your body is a really interesting one i actually liked a tiktok yesterday I was like, oh my God, this is crazy. So it's basically a girl saying, observing a man eat for a day and realizing he's just an intuitive eater by nature because he hasn't been told to diet since he was nine. And all the comments are like, literally like, what do you mean? You're going to just eat that because you feel like it. And it is so true. It's like men, men are so good at intuitive eating. Intuitive eating is basically when you just like eat what your body is craving. Like you can actually really listen. Oh, I don't know when people are like I just listen to my body I'm like what do you mean by that like I guess like if you have a craving for a burrito eat a burrito or if your tummy starts rumbling and you're hungry like it doesn't matter if you've already had breakfast lunch and dinner and snacks or like it doesn't matter if it's like 3 a.m and not like a meal time if your body like if you can tell like you're craving something then eat it I can't do that though because I'm constantly craving everything like I I I actually couldn't do that I would eat 10 fucking dominoes a day if I was genuinely like men obviously just don't give a fuck like about oh that's not true that's a huge generalization but like it is a thing like diet culture with girls has been like pointed into them from a young age like our role models or like all these supermodels who are like crazy like photoshopped and i mean everyone i don't even need to get into all this like it's very common for girls to have like this narrative in their head that they need to look a certain way and I guess just like observing women like when I was growing up like they were always kind of watching their weight and like watching what they were eating and always eating healthier and like I never really I never saw men do that um I was it was always women so when you like come across a boy who just has like like they just don't give a fuck about their like their body they're not trying to upkeep a certain like they're, they're not watching their their hip size like I literally remember like I would hear people say like moment on the lips lifetime on the hips like why was that a thing when I was like nine years old however it is something I actually really want to like incorporate into my life now because as I was saying earlier I struggle to find balance with like healthy eating like I'm either really healthy eating or I'm just like like oh fuck it I had one delivery so may as well throw the healthy eating out the window like I actually want to listen to my body and like try to intuitive eat because apparently it's like it's the healthiest thing for you and like your if your body needs something it tries to tell you it needs something but my like okay I thought in my head I was like okay my body might be deficient in vitamin c which you can get in oranges my body's gonna send me a craving for oranges it's not how it works my body is constantly craving every fucking delivery on the app every every restaurant that's on delivery that's what my body's craving at all times so I can't do that I can't intuitive eat I just, oh, I sometimes I just envy men so much, like their brains. And I know that's a huge generalization and there is a lot of men that have like issues with like listening to their bodies. But yeah, I thought that TikTok was crazy. Like I remember like my ex would just be like, I know this is like, I can almost like, not, it's not a normal thought, but like my ex would be like, oh, like I'm actually not hungry. Like I don't think I'm going to have dinner. Like I'm just going to have a snack. And I'd be like, what? Like, how are you not constantly thinking about what your next meal is going to be? I finished lunch and I'm like, so what am I having for dinner? Like, I would think, like, I remember I would get, my mum would pick me up from school. I'd get in the car and I'd go, what's for dinner? She'd be like, it's three o'clock, Olivia. And I'd be like, yeah, I know. Like, she'd be like, spaghetti bolognese. I'd be like, can I have it at 4.30 and then have another dinner? Like, I'm like, I don't know. I'm just like always thinking about what my next meal is going to be. Like, the fact that men can just like, oh, the craziest thing to me is when a boy goes, oh, fuck, I forgot to eat breakfast. What do you mean you forgot? It's all I think about. <laughs> I don't know. Like maybe that's just a me thing, but definitely want to find a bit more balance and just like listen to my body and not like, you know, like don't for I, before I got my boob job, 
I was like, um, obviously knew I wasn't going to be able to go to the gym for six weeks because you can't when you get when you get a surgery. Um, so every single day leading up to my boot job, I was at the gym every single day, and it's like, why did I do that? <laughs> I should have just like listened to my body because there was days I didn't want to go or I'd be too busy or I would like not get work done just so that I could go to the gym because I like, can't find balance. I can't just be like, oh, I'll go to the gym like two days a week. Like, no, it's like every fucking day or nothing. I'm kind of enjoying, oh, I was just saying kind of enjoying not going to the gym at the minute, but I actually like have no way to expand my energy at all. I like, could just go for a walk, but I hate walking. I hate walking in like in the outside. Love walking on the treadmill so much. That's my favorite thing in the world. But walking outside just doesn't hit the same. Okay, I'm gonna leave it there and I'm gonna go home. I'm gonna be productive. I'm gonna go home and do some shit that I've been pushing off doing for no reason. I mean, I say that. No, I'm going to do it. You know what's also helping? The sun's out, which is making me feel in a much better mood. If it was raining this week, I I don't even think I'd be here. I think I'd still be in bed in my hibernation mode just because I had one small hiccup, but I'm here because the sun's shining and I've got a pair of denim shorts on. So I'm gonna go home and film some ads and wish me luck. we'll see if I actually do it no I actually am feeling a lot better like I'm feeling like I'm gonna get I'm gonna I'm I'm gonna get my productivity back I'm gonna find some balance in life again um but anyway I hope you enjoyed I don't know even what I just said I think I was just ranting because I'm just so angry at myself for putting all my energy into something so stupid anyway love you hope you're doing well bye Inner Monologue is a Spotify original podcast produced by Spirit Studios with Raymond Tanner as the producer and Maeve Schaffer as the editor. And from Spotify, the executive producer is Rihanna Coleman.